Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What about Pig Ten? Where's he? Oh, dude, that guy has like seven wives. He's living in a trailer, 43 kids. He's a polygamist he, up in yeah, Utah. Yeah, well, nice. not even a... How many parties, I'm going to say the over-under is three. How many parties have one of us been on fire at? Oh, yeah. He he got his he got his shoulder up and over the top, and he, he dropped the hammer down. Very impressive. You're about to listen to a Whiskey Hell podcast, a show centered on recent news, excellent craft beer, and absolute debauchery. While the guys are getting ready... You can reach them on Twitter at whiskey underscore hell. You can also go to the whiskeyhellpod.com or email them at whiskeyhellpod at gmail.com. At the end, be sure to drop them a review as a thank you for the content. Looks like they're ready. Enjoy the show. And listener discretion is advised. Saturday night, January 28th, 8.39 in the evening. This is Whiskey Hell Podcast, your news review for, what the hell week is it? I, uh, I don't even know anymore. It's like it's the, the, the last the 23rd, full, 24th? Yeah, last full week of January. How about that? There we go. The year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> oh, How are you Lord. doing, Fitz? I'm I'm all right. I'm I'm okay. You know, everything at this moment in time is okay. And and I have to be thankful for that. I got a I got a major reality check uh square in the face right before we came on air here and I'll I'll talk a little bit about it, not not to go into any detail, but um kind of just one of those moments where you have to really step back and be really really thankful for the things you have because um it might not always be there. And so enjoy today, folks. <laughs> not that I'm trying to be ominous or anything. I'm just saying uh, life can change on you. And so uh, be thankful for the things you got. Cause, cause I know I am right now. I'm, I'm very appreciative. Well, uh, I mean, I already knew this, but uh, if there is ever any doubt after tonight's uh, events, uh, I appreciate your humanity. I can honestly say yeah. that 
Oh. And thanks, man. I, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, well, okay. So here's the situation. I was sitting down. We we're getting ready to start the show, and I heard a person wailing, crying, uh, a woman. And I and I'm like, is anyone else hearing this? Like, am I hallucinating here? So I, I turned off my uh, my music, and sure enough, I hear I hear a woman wailing outside. So I go outside. It's it's cold. It's cold here. It's raining. We got a really bad storm moving in later tonight. Um, possible snow and ice. Just nasty. So I went out there to see who's out there wailing, and um, lo and behold, there's somebody in my neighbor's tree. Uh, she's it has there's a really low hanging tree and she's tucked away back in the in the corner in the bushes in the tree and uh so i went and got my wife and we we long story short got her out of the bush got all of her stuff collected and put into backpacks and bags and stuff for her so she could carry it she uh she got abandoned she got stranded she got dropped off at a church to get a bunch of actually a bunch of warm clothes for the storm tonight and then the person never came back to pick her up and so she had no idea how to get back to her her tent, her she called it a tarp, uh, her her little camp that she had, and uh, and so we 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 got her all cleaned up and all the leaves off of her hair and and uh, gave her some cans of soup and some a couple of blankets and uh, and dropped her off at her at her little tarp, and uh, I you know honestly dude I may go back and check on her tomorrow because fuck, uh, anyway she you know she's just kind of telling us her story as we're driving her and. She's from Seattle. She used to have a house and a husband and two kids. The kids left for college, and then their life just kind of spiraled after that. They had, they just lost it all, and then he left her, and so she's been wandering the streets since. <laughs> so then we we found her. So Tammy, I, I know you're not listening to the show, but um, her name is Tammy. She's a real person, and she's uh, out there cold tonight. Um, and uh, yeah, might go check on her tomorrow. So anyway, be thankful for the things you have because they might not always be there. I'll drink to that. Amen. First, first toast to Tammy. Well, that is uh, a very heartfelt start to the show. Way better than the venom that I was going to start with. So I'm going <laughs> to holster that. All right. I mean, venom to is welcome a... too. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna be better than that. Okay. So we'll see what happens after. We'll we'll see what happens after a while. <laughs> after the beer. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. It's it's yeah. it's it's been a day. It's been a day. Yeah. But, yeah. It has. Uh, You've had a day too. For sure. Problems compared with with others, obviously. So. Yeah. So we got a big show. We got a big, 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 big show, and we're gonna Huge try and show. observe our ten minute rule. Oh, we are. We, okay. Yeah. Which if we did that. We would have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, a hundred. We'd have over two hours, and we have multiple stories per each of these topics. Of those, right, right. Okay. So it is a massive night tonight. We have a parody that broke the internet, it looks like. Yeah. Um let's or we're getting rid of the singing in Davos. I don't give a fuck about the the fucking elites tonight um we've got stocks that were halted we've got some cool shit we have to get to you had ren ren and i've got river runner i want to post that um yep. pelosi it was pelosi week it's pelosi week again actually it's been pelosi the next last two days 
Um, we've got Dude. layoffs. We've got Gaslight of the Week. Or maybe that's <laughs> when my rant will come in. Maybe that's go. when my rant will come in. I'm feeling that. Buzz Aldrin. Like yeah. He's and, still out there uh, hitting people in the face. That's right. Did Did Tammy have any classified documents? Uh, no, she is certified docu- classified document free. She's okay. she's good to go. I did ask her. Okay. I asked about drug paraphernalia and do you have any classified documents on you? Uh, and it was a, it was a no for both. So green Excellent. light. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So we're so we're good there. All right. Yep. What? <laughs> but that's what we got going on tonight. It's it's been a hell yep. of a week. So yeah, dude. I, I, I that's what I was gonna say earlier. This week, literally, like. We we finished the show Saturday night, no Friday night last Friday night. It felt like Saturday morning we woke up to about three or four things we wanted to talk about on the show, and mm-hmm. it just kept coming all yeah. week. Every day was filled with something. We had a full dock by Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. It's just and crazy week, man. We went back and we looked at it again yesterday, and we had another seven stories that it could have been. It could have been a full two shows. In fact. Um, half even brought up the idea of when on weeks like that where we would do two shows, but I don't think you ever think that the week is going to be as heavy as this. Um, I'm never, I'm not against that idea at all, but I don't think we would have ever seen that this, this, this week would have gone the way it did. It was just fucking no. crazy. No. And it just, it just seemed like a random week in, uh, in, in January, other than the fact that it was, uh, our very honorable host's birthday this week. So happy birthday belated. Um, Thank that's my, that's much. my second toast of the evening so cheers to you my friend i appreciate that thank you very much so but otherwise you know a fairly i mean innocuous week and then boom the, the avalanche just started right away it was crazy yep so anyway so. we'll um, start our own avalanche shall we yeah let's <laughs> the the mcshane and fitz valanche there you go. <laughs> i don't i don't know uh what, okay what are you drinking I, I I found I found something that's just it's just it's a one off it's a weird thing I'll probably never be able to find it again so of course I had to buy it right I mean I you find something yep. like this and you go okay I'm in plus it appealed to my uh, my my Asian sensibilities my my love for the Asian culture and all things Asian um, this beer is called Black Daruma. Um, it is, it is, I'm not even sure who the brewer is, to be very honest, because, and I shit you not, on, on the, on the can here, there's a little, there's a little blurb about the beer, but above that, it says Japanese Brazilian women brewers, and it has a Japanese flag and a Brazilian flag. I, I, okay. I, okay. I've never heard of such a thing. I am all about it because if there are two, you know, more like deserving groups on the planet who deserve to be brewers. It's Japanese and Brazilian women. And I'm not just saying that because they're two of the most gorgeous peoples on the planet. I'm saying that because we need some more cultural diversity in the uh, brewing world. So, well, here they are. I've, I've found their site. Okay. Um, wow. Yes. They are so those apparently those two <laughs> races, uh, we are we even allowed to say that anymore? But um, those uh, those two peoples really make uh, quite a pretty combo. Quite a, I'm sure if they were men, they would be also gorgeous. But wow, oh, uh, yeah, okay, 
But how's their beard? Now, now we've got to we got to know that. Okay, so so first of all, the uh, the name behind uh, Black Daruma. So a Daruma is a is a doll. It's a Japanese doll, um, and it's named after kind of the the temple where they were sort of invented or, or became popular. The the D- Daruma Temple. Um, it's a little doll, and you may have seen them before, but um, they are usually either purchased at a at a Buddhist temple or they're given as a gift. Um, during the holidays, not not our holidays like Christmas, but just during New Year's celebrations or birthdays, during during some sort of important day of the year, they're given as a gift. And what's cool about the Daruma doll, they're typically red, but um, this one is obviously named after the beer, Black Daruma. The Black Daruma stands for prosperity and good luck. And what's cool about the doll is when you get it, the eyes are not painted in. And so what you do is if you're if you're given this doll or you purchase one, you paint in the the left eye and you put your intent while you're painting the eye, you put your intent into whatever you want this doll to do for you. You know, I'm I'm going to get a, a a brand new job this year or um you know, I'm going the love of my life, we're going to I'm going to ask her to marry me. Whatever your intent is, you put it into this. And then when the task is completed is when you paint the right eye. So a lot of Japanese will have this one-eyed Daruma doll in their house, in their car, in the, uh, you know, kind of dangling off their backpacks. In fact, Pokemon and things like that were they they're kind of designed after the Daruma doll. I mean, that's that's where those concepts come from. So anyway, like Pikachu is kind of what a Daruma doll almost looks like. Anyway, so this is the black Daruma, which is kind of unusual. Most of them are red, but this one's black, and uh, it's a Russian Imperial Stout. So these ladies are. Um, they're they're so doing real beer. Won you over. They're exactly. Hot and they're they're already uh brewing your beer. Exactly. There. So how could I I mean literally I picked this thing up and it was in my hand. I'm like, I don't care if this thing's $50. I'm buying it. It wasn't. It was only like I think it was 8 bucks. So it was very moderately priced. Um and you can see by the can there, um all their cans are just works of art. They're beautiful. This one is no exception. It is just gorgeous. So, anyway, uh on to the beer. Uh, that's enough about uh, the black room. Oh, the really cool thing. Last thing about the Daruma doll is at the end of the year, if you have completed your task and both the eyes are painted in, then you will either hand it back to the person who gave it to you, or you take it back to the temple where you bought the, the Daruma. And then they take everybody's Darumas and put them in a big pile. And this is usually at new year's and they burn them because it's like, all right, that task is complete. We release it into the, into the universe, into the ether, and then you get you get a new doll and you start over. You, you have a new task. So I, I just thought that was a cool little tidbit at the end. So I'm I'm not going to be burning this beer. I, I'm I already took a sip when I when I did my cheers for you. So I already know I like it. But let's let's do an actual live action here. All right. Mm. All right. Well, I think probably all of our listeners by now know what I love about <clears throat> beers, which is they have to be a beer first. And this is just a straight up middle finger to the fucking Lord stout. Like this is just a, I mean, everything that you like about stouts is in this beer. It's also everything that you hate about stouts. It's, it'll, it'll make you kind of, you know, not pucker, but just take a step back. Like, whoa, the, the stout flavors are very, very strong. Um, Almost burnt. We got an almost burnt flavor in there. There's some vanilla notes at the end, some coffee notes. 
but mostly just that heavy, you know, burnt barley, um, almost burnt oat flavor that I'm is getting, it, but it's, yeah, go it, ahead. Is it dry or, or no? Very dry. No, no, very dry. Okay. Um, I would almost say this was a porter. If you hadn't told me it was a stout, I would almost guess it as a porter. The other thing is it's 11% and I don't taste any booze on it at all. Wow. It is, okay. it is just it, it, no heat at all. Just straight up a great stout. And I'll tell you what, I poured this thing a while ago. There's still a healthy head on it. Nice. Um, which is impressive. Yeah, exactly. These girls know how to do head, which is just so sexy. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, great. Well done to the uh, Japanese Brazilian consortium. Um, I am going to be seeking them out more because um, it's a great beer. Really, well, it looks, really. It looks yeah. like they're, they do distribute in Oregon. So I, you're probably going to be able to find other of their beers. They Brazil, Massachusetts, Maine, Rhode Island, New York, and Oregon are the main areas that wow. they actually distribute. So excellent. Um, you're probably going to be able to find other of their products. And like you said, they've got uh, quite an array. The the site's nice. Um, I'll just spell it out. En dot J A P A S C E R V E J A R I A dot com or go to our show notes and check it out and see. Japa Surveharia. Yeah. I think, I, mean, I think it's, that's, it's yeah. It's probably Surveys, like Surveys. Like, yeah. Surveharia. Yeah. Yeah. Women, um, women brewers, Japan, Brazilian women brewers, I think is what that means, if I had okay. to guess. Anyway. Um, but yeah, very cool. Uh, that's a great find and one we've never had on the show. So uh, nice no, work there. yeah, thanks. I'm I'm very pleased, very pleased. I I feel like I earned this one tonight, um, just from a you know karma perspective. And uh, man, it, it, karma came through for me. This is delicious. Very good beer. How about you? What do you What are you downing over there? I have a Hellas Lager. Mm. Um, it is tactical maneuver, and I'm starting off light for the first one, and it is really light um, because the next one I have coming is going to be, it's heavy. Uh, it's right. a wee heavy. I have <laughs> one of three wee heavies that we have to, I have to decide how to, how to, how to bring this up, but uh, we're starting off with this one uh, because I, I had a cerebral last night. Uh, it was actually there. It was a, it was an Irish, was it an Irish stout? No, it was an oatmeal stout. And it was a fantastic oatmeal stout, um, mm. subtle, dark, malty, just the, it, it was just a really, really rich, well done stout. Um, really nice. So I wanted to take a shot at this and I had a hell of a time trying to figure out what beer I wanted to have tonight. And I, I, I went to three different places. The first two, I wasn't happy with what I pulled out of there. One was from last night and I just wanted to get some stuff cause we went over to a friend's house to hang out. I didn't like any of the I didn't want any of those beers for the show. Then today I went to a place thinking I was going to get something awesome because it was like the, 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 the alter ego of the other shop that I, I usually go to. And it sucked. Um, I won't mention names. Then I went to my old standby and I needed to change my attitude anyway. At that point, I, we already talked about that <laughs> off in uh, pregame. So, um, yeah. so I went with tactical maneuver. Again, it is a Hellas Lager, a lighter beer. It's a very German beer, uh, yeah. old school. And um, let's try it out. Even the name Foder, Foder Fermenten Hellas. That's you can't yep. get any more German. Yep. Yeah, this is a classic Hellas Lager. Um, subtle, 
you get it, it is hoppy um it is a s- little bit more of a i get a little more sweet hoppy flavor okay um but it ends quickly and uh it's a easy easy drinker so um yeah i almost I like a like it. a session yeah yeah it's 5.1 it's a little bit more floral you get um they even talk about uh some herbaceous floral characteristics of lemongrass and honeysuckle um i'm not getting the lemongrass and honeysuckle but um i'm i'm definitely getting everything else as far as the lager goes so it 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 does it does the job if i was drinking it just for i mean i would if if i had an opportunity to get a cheap six pack of this i would go to it okay i would i would go to it on a hot day that Mm -hmm. that would work so so it's a good it's a good kickoff beer it's not gonna last long tell you that especially night yeah right all right. Um, let's go ahead and uh, bring in our sponsors. Let them have their way with us, and then we will get into housekeeping and then some news. Sound good? Uh, I could use a good tickle in the bum right now. So yeah, sounds great. All right. One finger coming up. Coming up. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so our housekeeping, getting back to it here. Our housekeeping actually revolved around mainly a poll that we put out after Project Veritas. Um, decided to go ahead and uh, bless us with some Pfizer action. <laughs> what uh, a fucking train wreck, man. This thing was like the literal definition of a train wreck. Like, you can't stop watching it, but you don't want to watch it. You don't want to watch it, but you cannot turn away from it once you once you start watching it. Um, so the whole, if you go out, search Directed Evolution or go to Project Veritas', Veritas site, um, you're going to get an eyeful and an earful. Um, and, and I'm, I'm torn in how to actually address this because on, on one hand, 
yeah, it's Pfizer. We know they're terrible. They're awful demons. And it's not a surprise that they're doing these things. And really, there's a lot of places that have done these these types of things. Right. And what we're talking about is basically taking a virus, COVID virus, and mutating it on purpose so that you can continue making um, uh, different vaccines, vaccines from it. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, basically, they're turning in that into a moneymaker. Yeah. Yeah, and we're probably going to earn a blue tag for this, but just kind of going back to the the idea here is it looks like they actually caught a director of research who was trying to impress somebody on a date uh, talking about the research that they do at length and how they actually go about, you know, the evil stuff they're doing. Um, yeah. Put, I, <laughs> go ahead. No, I... I... Okay, I'm going to say straight up right off the bat, and I, I, I think I speak for McShane on this too. I, I feel bad for this guy. I really do because in the at the end of the day, he is so fucked in every way possible. Not only did, is he going to lose his job, he put Pfizer in a bad spot. They probably could open him up for a lawsuit. I mean, you know he has to sign all kinds of NDAs and all kinds of stuff to even get the position he had. And then here he is out on a date not knowing he's being filmed, and we've all said some dumb shit to get some tail. We we all have. Don't pretend you haven't. No, um, and here he is trying to get laid or at least get a second date. And uh, maybe he's lying. Maybe he isn't. It didn't sound like a lie. That's so. So I feel bad for the guy. But you you let the cat out of the bag, bro. It, it's out. Um, and and now we know. You know, I I really appreciate the guy who was you know the date. And was was filming this this poor man, and he was like, "Oh, that sounds like gain of function." He's like, "Oh no, well we can't talk about it like that. You know that would get us in trouble with the government." Right. What we call it is directed evolution. It's like you know we're just we're just playing with semantics here, but at the end of the day, you know this is evil. Steve mentioned the word demon. This is demon level shit here. This is not okay to be doing. You're playing with people's lives, and it's and it's really terrible. So that's I, that's my two cents on it. I. I feel bad for the guy, but also, fuck you, Pfizer. Fuck you. Was this a honeypot? <laughs> I think it's the exact definition of a honeypot. It is. You're right. I, I, yes. I, and that's where I, I get hung up on this. And, and I think you have to take, you have to, there's two ways to go about this. There's the reality showness of Project Veritas. They, that's, that's their MO. Yeah. That's James that's O'Keefe. He's, it's yep. very sensational. It's very dramatic. He tries to play the straight guy, only he's the guy's filthy. Oh, now, yeah. those are the tactics that he deploys. You cannot argue with the results that he got, though. Right. So it's like the worst form of journalism. No, it's not even the worst form. Geraldo Rivera is the worst form of jur journalism. James O'Keefe has to be in there someplace. <laughs> like, hey, not I, quite I, that far, but I mean. I wanted there to be something in Capone's safe, okay? I wanted there to be <laughs> we, something in there. <laughs> well, we, we all did. And then, <laughs> I mean, it it's not quite, uh, what the hell is it? The guy uh, who used to do the, uh, was it your dad, your baby's daddy oh, yeah. shows um, the Maury yeah. Povich. Maury Povich, yeah. Um, it's not that level, so you know, it's not that kind of crap. It's not it's okay, here's a question, which is worse? Project Veritas or The View? 
Oh, the view by far. <laughs> Be- uh, and, and I'll tell you why, because Veritas, <laughs> his, his methods are despicable. He's a terrible, terrible person for doing this. But as you said, the results speak for themselves. Results I mean, for themselves, yeah. it, there it is. And the view is just these, these people. I'm not, I, I won't use anything disparaging. Um, I want to, but I won't. But these people just spouting their opinions, they're very uneducated, yes. very just almost ridiculously naive opinions. And people eat it up because they're saying what people want to hear. In fact, we are going to talk about one of the members of The View later in the show um, for, for doing just that, for just being completely uneducated and completely biased and saying whatever she thinks people want to hear. So getting into the uh, the homework piece, per we went and put a poll up, uh, per conversation released in video by Project Veritas. With Jordan Walker, one of Pfizer's directors of research, they are exploring mutating COVID so we can preemptively develop new vaccines. This is what happened in Wuhan. I'm, I'm, I, that was an honest depiction of what took what, what was absolutely said, I think, right. Absolutely, okay. yep. So the question was, does this concern you? Four different options. Uh, nope. A little. Yes. This is World War Z shit. <laughs> uh, nope. Was twenty seven point three percent. A little. 4.5%. Yes, 28.8%. This is World War Z shit, 39.4%. So interesting, Six, interesting poll. Yeah, it's 66 votes. So it's not like, I mean, that's a pretty good sampling, especially for the polls we put up. This yeah. wasn't, you know, 10 people. Um, 66 people, you know, put their opinion out there. I still can't believe that if I'm doing my numbers correct, 27.3%, that 20 people or so are not worried at all about this now either they're punking us which is that's That's, definitely a possibility that's that's more than punking i think i think i that's that's a solid 27.3 percent i think okay so why are you not worried about these kinds of things this is i i don't know i just i please i i asked last time this came up that something similar to this came up um this time i'm pleading somebody who said that they are not worried about this, or maybe you didn't answer our poll, but you're also still not worried that they're doing this research. Please explain to me why you aren't, <laughs> because every single sci-fi novel, movie, um, comic book, it all starts with with research like this in some secret lab so people can make money, and then it gets out of control, and we're all dead. So why aren't you worried? I, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Hey, we got we got Hefe on the phone. Hefe, what did you think of this uh, Pfizer business? Um, yeah, I, I voted for the World War Z option because yeah. just they're just playing with fire. It's it's gonna it's gonna turn bad, like it already did. So I don't know. I guess it kind of makes sense what they say they're doing, but. I don't it's it's just gonna go bad. You just know it is. All right. It's like the stuff Here's, you don't want to hear about. Yeah. Yeah, right. I guess what I'm saying is I understand that even though all of us are out here going, no, no, please stop messing around with nature, please stop doing directed evolution or whatever you want to call it, uh, because it could end badly. I, the, I know there are scientists out there that have an ego that say, Okay, the last time, yes, that ended badly, but not this time. I'm stopping it. It's going to go okay this time. Yeah, it's it's scary stuff. 
It really, really is. So I don't know. I don't know. Keep your eyes open. Um, there was a Pfizer rebuttal that said that basically said, "Yeah, we we we're trying. We're I mean, I'm paraphrasing. We do everything by by the book, and then they turned around and said, "Well, sometimes they actually go ahead and do the, you know, right. do it that way." So it's it's all within our legal uh, purview to do this. So we're gonna do it. Basically, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, we're paraphrasing, but but yeah, they're doing it. So that'll, that all that's in uh, show notes. You guys can go and take a look at it. No, no secrets. You guys can more easily find it. You guys can also go to our show notes and, and look it up or the Twitter feed because I posted it all over the place because it's important for people to actually look at. So, yeah. And the worst part about it was, was the, the second film where they went and confronted this guy and oh, said, Hey, you're, out. you're, you're on camera. Yeah. And it, it was just, you know, Yes, he physically assaulted them. They physically assaulted him back. Um, but they cornered him. The poor guy was cornered. Why do you do that? Jesus Christ. I mean, he had nowhere to go. I, I, I would have done way more than he did, to be honest. I mean, I, I would have fucked some people up. And that camera, no way it would have seen the light of day again. Yeah, it was so, it was it was pretty screwed up on all on all levels. Yeah. How's how's your night going, Fefe? Um it's going really slow. I don't know, uh, yeah. still getting, are you still getting a lot of the the folks from the uh, the are car we, show that's out in uh, the valley? There? Yeah, I, yeah, we should be. I don't know. Uh, we we really got hammered this week with them. I haven't seen any tonight, but they're got to well, be here. I think the the and I'm I'm we'll just use the initials here because it's awesome to use initials like this. But uh, the BJ car show is um I, I i think friday and saturday nights they go they have like after parties and stuff so you might get a, a rush of really drunk really spendy people at about midnight yeah well if if one more person calls me jeremy um <laughs> i don't know what the fuck it is <laughs> oh <laughs> shit oh, like to the point where i'm like looking at my name tag like does it say jeremy no it does not but it's an ultra world. That. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, when you drink enough, um, all the E's and the and the J's, and I mean, it just all gets jumbled, man. Come on, Jeremy, give them a break. It's a letter orgy. <laughs> exactly. Hey, speaking of orgies, um, I want to. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. Uh, so you remember the the uh, the the cartoon Peanuts, the Snoopy? I, of course. Yeah. Um, where, whatever hat, what do you think would have happened to Linus? Like as he grew up? Yeah. Like, like where, if, if Linus was any place, if you fast forwarded 30 years, cause Linus was the one that had to walk around with a, what well, I think it was a blanket, right? Oh, a woman. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, where, where is he now? He's the CEO of a business somewhere. Yeah. I, I was just going to say. He he was uh, uh, Jack Dempsey from Twitter, like Revenge of the Nerds, man. Like you bullied me, and mm. I and I was scared of everybody back when I was a kid, but now I have the fucking power, so you're blacklisted. We're sh you're shadow banned. You don't get to say what you want to say. Goodbye. What about Pigpen? Where's he? Oh, dude, that guy has like seven wives. He's living <laughs> in a trailer, forty three kids. He's a polygamist. Up in yeah, Utah. well, nice. not even a not even a polygamist. He just he just like like Shonda knows full well that Rhonda and and her husband are banging, and she doesn't care. 
She just wants the child support. So he's the trailer park guy. Yeah, yeah, he's trailer park. Yep. I like that. Yeah, and he and he pounds a 48 pack every night. He's got a big beer gut and he still smells like shit. Collecting that uh welfare check. Yeah, he's got the st- state sponsored child welfare welfare stuff. Yeah. What about yeah. what about Lucy? See, I I really think and maybe this is just the AVN awards talking, but I really think she got into porn. <laughs> Uh, I could see that kind of though, because she was she was mean spirited, so you know she was just a beast in bed. Like, well, no, don't I, do it, don't do it that way. Turn me around, pull my hair, call me an idiot, like whatever, like whatever she's into. And then, and then someone was like, "You need to put this on film because it's really hot." And then she did, she, and bam! I think she turned into a Karen. Oh, I a think big, big Karen. I think I think she was the closet lesbian. Like softball lesbian or Yeah. I mean Pepper. Oh, I Betty. shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that, should I have? Nah, it's, it's all good. <laughs> shouldn't have said that. I apologize to anybody I might have insulted just now. It's a category. It's a category. <laughs> well we it's a category. Had, we had California lesbians early in the week. We did. So. We did. Well Peppermint Patty definitely was. I just think Lucy was like, you know, closet lesbian. What was the one they kept calling calling people sir? She was oh, that submissive. Was... <laughs> and, she, and she's wearing cat ears now. I'm huh. sir. I'm I'm positive I'm not going to get any porn back when I say. It. Oh no, Dude, Marcy, Marcy. Marcy, yeah. So She was the studious girl. She might have actually yeah. she might have she might have gone into like I don't know, like science. Maybe she's like a uh, uh she's got a doctorate. And she's just submissive on the side because she likes the sir thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally with you on Peppermint Patty for sure. Um, but Lucy, you guys know what her last name was? She's Lucy Van Pelt. If that's not a porn name, like she was born to be a porn star. <laughs> Van Pelt. <laughs> Think about that. Um, shout out to Buzz Aldrin, who's 93. Badass. This week. Absolute badass. I don't know how old his wife is. Dr. Anka Fjord. Fowler. Yeah, I couldn't find- Fowler, yeah. Fire. <clears throat> He's looking good for 93. She's looking Party. good for whatever age she is. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I think the same week he actually kicked somebody's ass who, uh, Let's see here. We had an asshole who was, uh, oh, is a, was it a flat earther or was it a space yeah. denier? Uh, I, a moon, I, or flat, yeah, the moon denier, right? Yeah, moon, moon denier. denier. I, think, yeah. I think they're all kind of the same at this point, aren't they? Uh, probably. I don't know, man. I've I seen. Oh, go ahead. No, no, it's okay. Go ahead. I wasn't going to play it. I no, was I was just going to say, I, I've seen, I definitely have seen a lot of videos of, you know, quote unquote astronauts in front of green screens. With people in green suits making Cheetos float by. And I'm not saying that that's like what we think weightlessness is and they're just filming it and they do a really good job filming it. But I'm saying they have done some videos like that. I mean, it's it's out there. So I'm I don't sure know. by today's standards, yes, you could you could do it. I don't I yeah, I'm not buying it back in back when Buzz was flying around the earth. So I don't know. 
I, I, I don't know what to think anymore about anything. So I, I mean, I'm, I want to believe that we went to the moon. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I, and may, if that's Santa Claus in me, you know, I want to believe in Santa Claus fine, but I, and plus you can't deny that Buzz Aldrin at 93, that's a solid right hook, dude. Oh yeah. He, he got his, he got his shoulder he, up and over yeah. the top and he, he yeah. dropped the hammer down. Very impressive. Yeah. So no matter what, the dude's a badass, like legit. I kind of, is it weird, but I kind of want to fight him now. <laughs> okay, we need to do a, a segment just on old people we want to fight. <laughs> I you think take that's... Buzz, I'll take the other guy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, Buzz, that's a solid right. Bam. And I love the, whoever looped this is like, it's perfect. Just captures it like six times in a row. All right. Um, Whoopi Goldberg continues to be dumb. Should we should we go ahead and play Whoopi? Why not? Why not? Let's let her bask in all of her idiocy. Presidents and vice presidents can declassify these, not with their brains. There is, you have to go. There is something that you go through before it's declassified. But uh, this order came; it was expanded right after that uh, George Bush put it into place, because George Bush made it so presidents could declassify. Obama stretched it to make it uh, vice presidents. So, given I wish they would say all that while they're explaining what's going on, because if you say, you know, a classified document yeah. everybody goes oh my god yeah. how dare he keep that and if these guys can declassify presidents and vice presidents can't declassify are we chasing our tail with some of this well but the, the, that's a very good point but i think it it has to be true for trump and for biden so if for for President Biden to be able to declassify something, there has to be evidence he did, in fact, declassify it, which is the thing that Trump's trying to argue. I declassified it. Right, well, there's no evidence. He did it with his head. He, he didn't go through the, the process. He said he See, and that's... This is... Nobody is saying they've declassified these documents. They're documents that they're finding at their homes, in their offices, by their corvettes nobody's saying they're being they've been declassified you know and here's this is her yeah. argument this is what I, this I is where she's going oh, with it it gets it gets better C continue to play it but i just want to say and again we are no fans of trump but trump's at least were in a fucking safe at mar-a-lago biden's were found in his office strewn about strewn about next to his fucking corvette yeah one was in a closet come on dude Anyway, keep playing it because this is where it gets really good. Whoopi really shines here. He did with his mind. But is Biden saying even? I don't think Biden's saying that yet. And I think yeah. what I'm frustrated by is, is how kind of brazen and dismissive President Biden has been of this. Because he said it went from, you know, anyone could be irresponsible, but I have no regrets. There's no there there to, oh, but it was locked up next to my Corvette. I mean, this, as you said, is a very serious matter. They didn't play the part where Whoopi is like, it's it's just different. She says it's just different between Biden and Trump. And she said, oh, I can't. No, that was Joy Behart. That was oh, Joy was Behart. It? Yeah. When this first came out. Yeah. Yeah. This was like a, that was a week and a half ago or two weeks okay. ago, I think now. Um, yeah. No. And yeah, that was Joy. But it's just different. we should and, give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And, and she's should like, we? I can't I can't put it into words, but it's just different. No. The only difference is. Democrat versus Republican. That's literally the only difference. You hate Trump. You love Biden and you're sucking on his balls. 
And that's the only difference. There's no difference in what the two of those idiots did. And they're both idiots. I'm not defending either one of them. Um, well, if, I, appreciate, you know, I appreciate the argument, at least, that Alyssa Farah, Farah? Yeah, Farah? yeah. had um, for, you know, it's just frustrating that people watch that shit. And I mean that, I guess it's frustrating that we actually watch that shit, but it popped up and, well. Yeah, we don't watch it. it. It popped up on our feed, so we had to pay attention to it, but we don't watch it. <clears throat> but that did lead to, um, I think there was an act that was put in. Um, no, that was an act that was dealing with Schiff. We'll get to that later. I think that was, oh, that was yeah. Gates, Gates the, is, the, pencil. the Pencil Act. <laughs> That's, God. oh, there's been some brilliant stuff come up in the Senate lately. If you're paying attention, even if you're kind of half paying attention, there's been some brilliant, I mean, the Republicans are firing back and they're doing it with, I guess I want to say humor or hubris um and it's and it's actually really funny that the uh the this fucking stage the sideshow that is the u.s senate right now is a it's a riot it's um it's yeah. amazing and we talked about some of it last week but and one of the points i guess maybe we didn't make was that they're really making them go through the journey yeah we're yeah. going to make you shoot this down we know yep. it's not going to get through we know it's never going to go into law but we're going to make you actually vote on this and be embarrassed yep. by it. Yep. Speaking of embarrassing, let's get to this. Did you did you know that there's a stroke After season? Flu season, about 3 or 4 weeks later, there is a stroke season. There is actually a doctor. He calls himself a doctor. And I'm going to play the full link here. Let me let me Yeah, uh, I was just going to say me, that was the that. that was the TikTok which is definitely worth watching because the guy who who stitches on that TikTok was really funny because he's like about to say something and then he's like, I don't even know what the fuck to say to that. So, yeah. Here he is. This is Dr. Raj Hardwaj. Hardwaj. I'm having this. I got some really bad names tonight. Bart Bardwaj. Yeah, it's it's Indian, I think. So, yeah, it, definitely Indian. I'm hacking it. But so, yeah, sorry. we're both hacking it. Yeah, I, I couldn't apologize because he's no longer he's he's locked his account. <laughs> Influenza, infection, and stroke. Yeah, I didn't know about this either until last year, but it turns out that after the season, about three or four weeks later, there is a stroke season. And like you said, most of Canada is uh, getting down off of a, of a big uh, hump of, of flu. So now we're starting to see more strokes. And a friend of uh, one of my colleagues actually mentioned that at work the other day. He said, have you noticed how many strokes we're seeing? It's a lot more than usual, it feels like. So anecdotally, we're starting to see that. The good news is that uh, getting your flu shot reduces your risk of stroke, according to a study from the University of Calgary <laughs> right here back in November. Can, you, can we just pause right there? Okay, first of all, let's just take the premise that he's, he's right, that, that this isn't fucking bullshit, all right? Let's just say that he's right and that there is a quote-unquote stroke season – after yep. flu, after the flu season. Okay. Yep. Then why is there an unusually high number of strokes right now? Shouldn't we be used to this? Every year we have the flu. Every year we have the flu. Shouldn't we also then, by his own statement, shouldn't we also then every year have a stroke season? But his colleagues said there's an unusual amount of strokes this year. Well, then what the fuck is the difference, dude? What <laughs> what's what's changed, man? What what what's different about this year? What's different about the last three years? This is so ridiculous. And people are going to buy this stuff. They're going to buy it. 
it's I insane. I can't believe that CBC Calgary actually put this on the news. Wow. And it's just, it's so, I don't know how this guy even has a... A, a license like to a, practice? Yeah, he's like an urgent care doctor or something. Um, not, well, I'm not knocking urgent care doctors, but this wasn't somebody no. from like the, the University of Calgary or John Hopkins or... No. This guy's, yeah, this is just awful. Hey, so here's what I want to know, because he clearly... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm such a dick. Uh, he clearly got paid, you know, to say something to this. <laughs> yeah, effect. I mean, been, yeah. Okay, so, but why didn't he spend the money on a new shirt? Like, that's <laughs> the shirt he chose to wear on this interview. Please, <laughs> well, I invite all got... of you to go out and see this clip and see the shirt he's wearing because uh... that's what he chose to wear for an inter- like a national interview. Yeah, uh, wow. it was. Uh, I think he just got off uh, maybe a cruise. Just got in, <laughs> maybe. Just flew in from Hawaii. Oh, Yikes! That was fantastic. I remember when was people absolutely blown by, blown away by that. Like they knew they were going to be on the news, so they they like actually got in a suit. You remember those days? Um, that was because of everything that happened during COVID. Everybody went on Zoom meetings, and everything was cool. You know, you know, you can go ahead and be a little bit, you know. You can relax a little bit. It's fine. Just go ahead and throw, you know, a nice I shirt just, on. Just, and just throw something on. That's fine, I guess, because I've definitely been guilty of being on a Zoom meeting where my top half, um, you know, I was in a button up and my bottom half, I'm in I'm in jeans and slippers. I've, I, I've done it. Right. I've never gone without pants, but I've definitely just been, you know, very casual from the waist down. Right. But this dude knew he was going to be giving this interview. He knew it was <laughs> going to be in to front be an of authority. Yes. He's it's in front of the nation. This isn't your coworkers. This is in front of the nation. And that's the shirt you chose. Wow. Just okay. unreal. Just anyway, just, just fantastic. We're not the fashion police. That's not what we're targeting, but it's ridiculous. It's just adds on to him being ridiculous. So, yep. Yep. I, I actually wore my whiskey hell uh, t-shirt all day while doing uh one-on-one meetings nice i mean but again that's your co-workers these people know you they they know who you are as a person <clears throat> exactly. you're not trying to present an image or right. you're not trying to be an authority you're just you're do you're running your team i'll tell you what i did is all day today i i wore my whiskey hell uh hoodie um this nice. thing is and and we we have not been pimping our stuff on the show that's no. not who we are. It's not what we do, but we do have merch available. Um, you can check it out. Uh, it's some of it's really great. <laughs> um, and this, I am just saying, this hoodie that I have is just so great for the weather we're having right now. I've just, I, I've, it's been like a warm blanket all day. And then I look down and I see our our whiskey hell emblem on there. It just makes me giggle. So anyway, yep. uh, yeah, go whiskey hell. So whiskeyhellpod.com. Click on merch and you'll see all of our stuff on spring. Um, so go out there, take a look. We'd love you to support the show because it all goes back to us and we put it right back into the show. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't taken a dime, but the show yep. really sounds a lot better now. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> hey, uh, before we go to our next beer, uh, can we get yep. into the parody account that duped me? Oh, dude, don't don't do that. It didn't just dupe you. It duped. So, uh, you know, you and I both have a it was network. Awesome. Of, oh, we, we have a network of people that we that that help us with the show. You know, they'll yes. send us stories. And 
every single person I know got duped by this one. <laughs> I mean, we were we were all enraged earlier in the week because of this story. And then it turns out it was absolutely fucking oh, false. It was satire. Yeah. So there is an account, um, and it is Transcultural Mindfulness Alliance. <laughs> and it even says, founded January 2023, exclusively by trans individuals promoting cultural changes to ensure the inclusivity of trans individuals. <laughs> it's even written poorly. If you think it's a parody, it is. Okay, so it's just a total BS account. Yep. It's a bullshit account. This is somebody who's actually been on Twitter since 2009 and decided to go ahead and change his count to this. He even made it a non-governmental and non-profit organization. <laughs> Good for okay. him. Oslo, Norway. Genius. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and this, honestly, this just goes to show how stupid Americans actually are. And this is not, I'm not bad. There's nothing. This is actually not bagging on any trans individual or anything along those lines. Um, no. But the tweet that went out, let me see if I can find it here. Where is it? Please don't tell me they pulled it. Because that would make me really sad if they pulled it. I don't see it. Wow. Maybe it was too big of an of an uproar. Let me follow my links real quick. Yeah. Because my links were solid. Here we go. Okay. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Aretha Franklin's 1968 song, Natural Woman, perpetuates multiple harmful anti-trans stereotypes. There is no such thing as a, quote unquote, natural woman. This song has helped inspire acts of harm against transgender women. TCMA is requesting... It is removed from Spotify and Apple Music. Now, this got everybody, including Sky News. Yep. Sky News is huge. <laughs> now, it's been updated since, and I'm pretty sure it says, oh, let's see here. Uh, they didn't even update it that it's a parody. Nope. They didn't. That's the original article. <clears throat> Standing for Women founder Kelly J. Keene says it's really hard to ignore. Wow. That is terrible that they never went in and actually updated it. You know, it's funny because, you know, I, I, of course, told my my wife about this story. And we were in an, you know, just an uproar around the house because <laughs> we both we both grew up with this song. And she I'm, I'm doing something in my office. She came come storming in and she's like and you know what actually if, if you wanted to spin it you could say that that you make me feel like a natural woman is actually really pro-transgender because someone who wasn't born a woman but is a woman now and someone makes them feel like a real Bam. woman like that exactly. could be positive and yeah. she was just fired up and i'm like dude that's such a good point i mean you could spin this both ways either way and the fact that it was a parody and we all wanted to believe that someone was trying to trash Aretha Franklin. That was what, that was where we all went. We were all defending Aretha yes. Franklin, one of the greatest voices in the history of music ever. Yes. <sighs> and, and despite the fact that she's African American or she had her own, you know, woes with her marriages and everything else. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's an amazing talent and we all loved her for it. 
and then you're going to trash this song. Come on. And <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, we were, we were fired so up around here. I know other people were too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the daily mail was the other one and they actually pulled their, their story down. It no longer exists on Twitter. <laughs> Pussies. <clears throat> so it just goes to show, right? Do your homework. Yeah. I got taken by it. I should have seen that. I didn't. I should have read. Okay, is this because I'm usually pretty good about that? I don't get caught very often. This one, I didn't look into it um, nearly enough. And well, there you are. You know, you know what I think they they count on, and by <clears throat> they, I mean you know parody accounts. Because wasn't it? It was just a couple of weeks ago. You you threw something in the chat, and I was having a really busy day, really busy yeah. week. Yep. yep. And uh, and and it was from the Babylon Bee, but I didn't see that. Um, because I I know who the Babylon Bee is. I know who they are. Yeah. I know what they do. But I didn't see it was from them. So I thought it was an actual headline, and I was pissed. Yep. And then you're like, dude, that was the Babylon it's Bee. The I'm Babylon like, holy Bee. shit. It's okay. So I I think they count on us being busy and not yep. taking the time to research. Yep. And I, so that's what I love about this show because we can number one be honest about the fact that they got yep. us. They they yep, got totally. both of us fired up. Yep. And number two that we we can go back and say okay they got us initially but then we went and researched it and we found out the truth i will tell you this on this show you are going to get a fair smattering of opinion from both mcshane and i and not always do we agree so i think the opinion is healthy and we have good debate but at the end of the day if we can find the truth you will get the truth here we're not gonna we're not gonna just throw out just bullshit stuff that we didn't research or don't know anything about yeah. We're gonna we're gonna make sure that if we say something is is a fact that we've done we've taken it to its most possible furthest possible reaches and found out everything we could about it to, before we say that. Otherwise, it's just opinion. Absolutely, it's just a yep. bunch of conjecture. Absolutely, yep. I love it. How's that beer treating you, dude? I'm I'm almost well. I'm gonna say you know one really healthy gulp uh, away from finishing this thing. The more this warmed up, you know what came through, uh, not heavy, but just, but just much more, is the vanilla. This nice. really, yeah, it opened up all the vanilla notes. So this actually turned into not definitely not a dessert beer, but much more palatable as you kind of get deeper into it because it just, man, it really warmed up nicely. I, putting aside the fact that those are three of the most beautiful women I've ever seen, these. <laughs> These people know they know what they're doing as far as brewing because hey. it you can really go too far one way or the other with a with a stout like this and they just balanced it perfectly. It's this is a really good product, amazing beer. Brewing is not just for dudes. No, it's, it's and not it's amazing. It's chemistry. It's chemistry. It is chemistry, and if you're yep. good at it, you're good at it. Yep. Um, I do like my uh, Hellas Lager, but it is setting me up for a nice clean palate for the next beer. <laughs> and you got a bomb to drop, I'm sure. You know, I you do. sent that you sent that picture earlier today, and I, I thought, I hope he's not planning on doing all three of those in no. one show because it would I be. I thought about it, and I'm yeah. what I'm actually going to do is I'm gonna I'm gonna do one tonight, and then I'm gonna do another one later in the week, probably, and then I'll do another one later on. I'll do all three of them this week. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. There's no way I was. I could have done it. I thought about. I thought about it. I was feeling really reckless earlier today. <laughs> really, really pissed. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh no, the show, show's too important. Don't do that. Um. So I'm gonna leave you with this. 
Uh, you're gonna you're gonna choose one of these two. All right. Okay. P- yeah. PB and J or Fruity Pebbles. Mmm. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be nice because I feel like too many brewers try for the PB and J and they fuck it up. So I'm gonna give you. I'm I'm gonna say Fruity Pebbles. Okay. You know this is Oso. This is Oso I, Brewing. I I know who it is. I I'm just okay. saying. I have never had a PB and J beer that I enjoyed. Okay. And right. and I want I want you to have an enjoyable beer for this next one because we still have some heavy stuff to get to. So we do. We do. Um, we, we, oh yeah, we're getting to, we're getting to the Pelosi stuff. We're get we got yeah. we've got some guy who heard demons singing Umbrella by Rihanna. Um, <laughs> we might get into all island riots. Well, we've got a ton to get into. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. So let's go to our sponsors now. We'll get our beers and we'll come back and get after it. Let's do it. Can't wait. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Coming back to beer two. So before we broke, I asked you to choose between PB and J and Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. Um. So I have the Knights of Windsor line from Oso Brewing. Now this is a wee heavy, big beer, aged in. Bourbon maple syrup barrels with cinnamon, vanilla, and natural fruit flavors. Shit. This is Fruity Pebbles. I don't do candy beers. I don't do PB&J beers. I, I don't like peanut, like, stouts. Peanut butter stouts. Don't like them. But... Today, I found all three of the Ales of Windsor, or the uh, Knights of Windsor. Found okay. them together, and I went in and took a shot at it. I also noticed that apparently dark beer season might be over down here, because everything is like IPA, 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 lager, lager, lager. Dude, I, dude, same. That. Same up here. Same up here. It's not just you. Totally same. Fucking frustrating. And, and Yeah, I hate that too. It's It is frustrating. Because there's those of us out there who like an occasional IPA here and there, but that's not our go-to. And but everything else that we like is just gone, just disappeared. Well, I'm gonna have my uh, my uh, fruity pebbles, Knights of Windsor. Whoa! <laughs> oh yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so a, a wee heavy. Uh, it's a Scotch ale, so yep. tons of malt, um, but it's not like a, a dark malt. It, it's like a oh, it's sweet. It, no, it, it's super sweet. It's heavy. It's it's not super hoppy, but it's it, it's. I mean, when you think of Scots, okay, I was just Scotland, gonna say it's, yes. It's it's abrasive. It's rough. Yeah. It's really nice, but and it's and it's, it's wet gonna and punch soggy. You in the throat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I was just gonna say that. I'm like, it encapsulates the Scottish heritage in a beer. That's oh. so funny. Yeah, totally. So this is a wee heavy aged mm. in bliss bourbon barrels, and yes, it tastes a little bit like fruity pebbles, and I can't, I can't wrap my head around that. It's it actually makes I'm not a big wee heavy drinker. Um just because they're they're it's it's not a pleasant high ABV for me. Yeah. I yeah. like my Imperial stouts and stuff like that. This the sweetness of the fruit notes cut the booze. Yeah. There's a yeah. lactose yeah. flavor in there that really pops and it's a smooth drink. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! So yeah, this is crazy. I'm I'm Oso with you on the really good <laughs> on the wee heavies. Yeah, they've they've well, and and again, I don't live we there anymore. But I, but yeah, even before I left, Oso was already kind of putting their money into you know the 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 knowledge and the experience of brewing. Right. So that they put out really high quality stuff. They were already doing that. And then on top of it, they have a super high-end uh, distillery. They're putting out their own liquor and stuff. Um, but two things. One, I'm with you on the Wee Heavies. The Wee Heavy, to me, has always been, you don't you don't start the night with a Wee Heavy. You don't no. start the night there because <laughs> it's going to be a bad night. Um, too much of, of your Scottish heritage. I don't care if you're one one-hundredth Scottish. It's going to come out and it's going to be ugly. So you don't start the night with that. But if you finish the night with a wee heavy, you will sleep like the, the fucking dead. You will sleep like like uh, like you've never slept before if that's your last beer before bed. And that's just been my experience. But I, I like finishing the evening with a wee heavy because, again, they are heavy on the on the ABV. They're sweet. They you know, the palate is easy. Yeah. And then, bam, they hit bottom, and you might have to wake up at 5 a.m. to t take a piss, but otherwise, you're going to sleep the whole night. So just a little <laughs> word of advice there from a fucking drunk, I guess. Um, here's the second thing, and <clears throat> this is something interesting we really haven't brought up on the show before, but I think would be worth talking about, not necessarily tonight, because we have a lot to get to, So, and we will get to it, um, but... Is there a do you think there's a certain placebo effect to a beer? And by that I mean if they hadn't said the words fruity pebbles, you just had this beer on a blind taste test. Is that what you would have picked up? Is fruity pebbles or is it because on the can it says it's it's called fruity pebbles that then you you drink it and you're like, "Oh fuck, yeah, that's fruity pebbles." Um, I, I don't know how much is in there. So no, I see what you say. I, I see what you're saying. Uh, or I hear what you're saying. Um, 
no, I think there is something to that. Yeah, the 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 name could shape what you're getting. Um, for a for a beer that's just you know, we'll say Boris the Destroyer Imperial Stout. Okay, that doesn't. It's it's a very generic name that go or it's a cartoon name that goes with a a certain type of beer. Right. So you're going to go ahead and form what you think that beer. Your your mind's eye is going to take that taste and form and 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 come up with the flavor profile and spit out exactly what you what you're getting, right? So yeah, I could see where you know the can. I mean, it looks like fruity pebbles on it. It's got some zombies on it. This is this is that this particular line, and yeah, it says fruity pebbles, and I can I can taste it. If I did not know the name was fruity pebbles, I would tell you that I do taste. Um, Maybe some strawberry, maybe some raspberry. Um, I, I definitely get some fruit notes that are more of like a berry type of a, a, a flavor. Um, but you also get a candy sugar lactose that goes along with yeah. it. So would yeah. I have called it fr- um, Fruity Pebbles? No. But I can see where the name is fitting of it. And I never really ate Fruity Pebbles when I was... Uh, Oh yeah, me me either. I I couldn't stand the stuff. Um, yeah, I th- I think, and I'm gonna say just my opinion, and we we may take this discussion further, you know, in later shows if we want to, when we come across a beer that we we should talk about. But my take is that I think it's kind of fifty fifty. I I think that you and I are our palates are at this point, you know, educated enough, sophisticated enough that we can pick up, um, different fruits, different. You know, Agreed. we can taste the leathers, the the prunes, the 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 alcohol, the you know, we can pick a lot of that up. Um, but when they name something a certain thing, like say Butterfinger, there's a beer out there, Butterfinger. Um, I I know it's a peanut butter chocolate stout, but when you say Butterfinger on it, um, all of a sudden I, I then I taste that candy bar. So they they can put like a specific note on it that yeah you're picking up fruits and things like that in your fruity pebbles, but would you have called it that? No. But as soon as they f- say fruity pebbles, you're like oh shit yeah it's like I'm eating the cereal. So I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's you know nature and nurture. I think you get you know some of both in the in the in the discussion, and you know good on the brewers for doing that honestly, because um, they're they're trying to get you to have a certain experience with the beer. Um, and you know, they're achieving it so good on them. Or sometimes they completely miss the mark and we're honest about that too. Like this fucking beer sucked. You, you did not give me leather cherries here. You, you gave me, I don't even know what that is. Uh, but you, you gave me some crap and I don't, I don't want to taste this anymore. So sometimes they miss the mark, but when they hit it, like with the beer you're having, you know, kudos to them. I good, good for you. You're given you're giving an experience and McShane had it. And so good job, Oso. I love it. Yeah. What what are you drinking? Uh okay, so brand new brewery to me. Um, this is uh Logston, so L-O-G-S-D-O-N, Logston Farmhouse Ales. Um, I don't know where they are out of. I'm gonna guess Washington. Yeah. Washugal, Washington. Um, so this is a Logston. Farmhouse Ale. This is called Forager. Um, beautiful picture on there of the, uh, you know, the rainforest 
uh, up up in these parts with a good picture of, I'm going to guess it's Mount St. Helens, but I don't know. But this is a forager is an imperial porter aged in whiskey barrels with candy cap mushrooms. So this that is a first cool. time for me. Yeah. Never. I mean, imperial porters are hard to come by, period. Then you age them in whiskey barrels. Okay, I'm in. And then with candy cap mushrooms, which are kind of on the sweeter end of the mushroom family. Very edible. A lot of people cook with them, but you have to cook them with the right meat or they get too sweet and they ruin everything. So, And that's literally the extent of my knowledge of candy cap mushrooms. But that's what's in this beer. I literally have not taken a sip yet, so let's see what we got here. So their website, farmhousebeer.com, is useless. I'll just throw that out there now. <laughs> wow. You are not kidding. I mean, beautiful picture, but okay. Right. This is a very – so first of all, let me talk about the pour. Um, I already had a heads up that this was this was going to be an unusual beer when I was pouring it. So what color is a porter to you? Uh, to me, a porter is going to be not a super dark brown. Um, it's probably going to be more of a lighter black, if that makes any sense, or a clearer black. Hundred percent, I'm with you on that. They're not the black of a stout, that midnight black, but maybe like you know the ocean at dusk. You know, like that that it, there's some deep depths there, but you can see some color coming through. Right. Um. This was caramel brown. <clears throat> This was a this was a nut brown pour, so I already knew this was going to be different. The mouth feel is thick, it's meaty. There's a a healthy head on this beer. Um, there is definitely a mushroom. I think that's where the meaty flavor is coming from. There okay. is there is a a prune sort of edge to it, um, even maybe cherry, but not heavy. Just kind of in that in that neighborhood, huh. and then the uh, the the booze it runs hot. This is only a ten point seven. I mean, ten point seven is high, but not like yours, like a thirteen point eight or whatever it is. Yeah. And yet, I would say if like you just gave me a blind blind taste test kind of thing, I would say this was a twelve. It's it's really hot. So they don't hide the booze. Um, not was, at all. When was it bottled? Ah, uh, let's see here. Uh, there is zero dates on this, and it's a it's a can. So, uh, yeah, I got nothing here. I have no idea. Could have been last week or three years ago. I don't know. Wow. Well, okay. Um, I mean, I, I I'm I am not complaining. Solid beer. Very good offering. I'll definitely try these guys again based on this beer. I'm just not sure. Uh, okay, here's here's my take. I feel like a bunch of fucking you know hippies went out and uh, <laughs> and, and you know their day job is they're brewers and they're doing okay. Yep. Some people come to their pub, whatever, and then they found this patch of of mushrooms and they're like. <laughs> shrooms we should, bro, we should throw those in we bro. should throw these in the whiskey barrel when we're aging our new imperial porter yeah or and and yeah and they did it and it's it's okay i'm not gonna give it a 10 
I'm not going to give it a five. It's probably like a six and a half, seven. Okay. That's so right. decent beer, but not nothing. I'm going to make love to. I'm, you know, I'm I, yeah. this. Yeah, this is not a sex beer. <laughs> they make a session stout. Huh. Interesting. That's, that's a pretty can. That's that's really cool looking. Yeah, it's a really pretty can. I'm trying to see what the ABV is on it because I'm. I mean, session. You're talking like five and below. Uh, yeah, I would even go four and below. Um, mm-hmm. That's interesting. Huh. I don't know if I'd want a session stout because I want to. I want. I want a little heat with it. But hey, yeah, dude. it takes all kinds. So uh, that's that's still yeah. cool. Yeah. So anyway, I you know I I kind of. We have we have these weird little trends that that you and I go on. Sometimes they they coordinate. Other times we're like on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. This right. week for me really felt like I was just trying brand new stuff. I was way out of my wheelhouse. I mean, yes, I chose stouts, so I knew what I was kind of getting into. But brand new brewers I'd never heard of, um, and and kind of different recipes. I mean, that first one, the uh, Daruma. Stout that one had persimmon in it. I you know you don't find a lot of stouts with persimmon in it, and I think that's kind of the notes that I was getting on the on the end with that vanilla. There was an herbal end to it. I think that's what it was. And then this one, you got the the mushrooms in there, and it's just just unusual stuff. I you know again, we're just out there exploring. We want to give you guys the uh, the full you know sort of experience of it without actually having tasted the beer yourself. We're trying to give you as much as we can. Um, but at the end of the day, selfishly, I'm choosing beers that I think I might like, right? And and so I, I I've liked both my beers tonight, and that's a plus. No, that's good. That's that's how it yeah. should be. Yeah, and especially when you're stepping out of your comfort zone. Right. All right. So beer two, they're both in full effect. I like it. I like where we're going with it. I'm gonna go out to our sponsors real quick. We're gonna come back and we're gonna get into some Pelosi news. Excellent. All right. So <clears throat> the week started off with a news story about the Pelosi's reportedly summons priests to exercise home of evil spirits. This happened on the 21st. My God, I fucking love this. You have no idea how much I love this. The power of Nancy compels you is the New York Post story. <laughs> Former House Majority Leader Nancy Pelosi summoned priests to rid her Lux San Francisco home of evil spirits after a man allegedly attacked her hubby there with a hammer. I think that weighed really heavy on her soul. I think she felt really guilty, said Pelosi's daughter, Alexandra. The New York Times reported Saturday. Okay, Cool. You go ahead and get Father Arturo Albano, the pastor of St. Vincent de Paul Church, uh, Pelosi's local parish. Uh, he insists. Okay, so he actually insisted. Yeah, this is the weird part. Listen to this carefully. So go ahead. He insisted his staff was not involved in such rite. As far as I know, no exorcism or priest services were performed at her home, Albano told the Post. But Pelosi may have gone outside her local church hierarchy for holy help. San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordelion 
ban the Democrat from receiving Holy Communion in May until such time as you <laughs> publicly repudiate your advocacy for the legitimacy of abortion. So you know, she was funny. not... <laughs> this is so jacked up. Oh, it's crazy that she's a fucking Catholic, but she's, you know, Democrat to the point of supporting, you know, abortion for anybody and everybody. Um and I'm not I'm I'm not on either side of that aisle. I'm not I'm not making an opinion. I'm just saying that's a weird juxtaposition in inside of her head. I wonder how she justifies all that Philo well, philosophically. I mean, millions of dollars help that, right? Yeah. Well, uh, so okay, so here's what some, I love about fantastic this. Fantastic trading um helps too. Go ahead. Is is and and again, this might be the uh the 11%er that I drank earlier <laughs> talking, but I love the fact that the priest was like uh, telling no. his staff, like, no, 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 no. I, I, I got this, guys. And Didn't I just picture happen. him. I yeah. picture him showing up at the Pelosi's at like midnight, right? It's it's Friday night with a hammer. Hold on, okay, I'm getting. Sorry. Hold on, it's Friday night. He shows up at midnight. It's raining, and he shows up in a fucking trench coat, right? I mean, it, it, of course, it's raining. And uh, Nancy opens the door, and uh, she she says, "Oh, Father, uh, you know." I, I, how do I know it's you? And he just so here's here's what again this is just in Fitz's head. He he undoes the the belt of the uh, trench coat oh, no. and and opens going. up and he's and he's completely nude and she's like yes that's the correct password. That's the correct and then one. he comes in yeah he comes in and he diddles her husband for like an hour. Oh that and already then, happened. No 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 but this is by a priest. <laughs> this is oh. how you exercise the demons. Okay. This is from a priest. He diddles him. They priests know what they're doing, dude. When they diddle somebody, they know how to do it. I mean, that's been made clear over the last 40 years. Um, so he diddles the, the husband, and then Nancy does some sort of I don't know what. Uh, like what? Uh, a pole dance or something? I don't know. Well, she but wasn't she in does... there. She wasn't in there. She she was up, she was uh checking her stock market. <laughs> Plays her, for the next day. her stock her stock portfolio that's grown yeah. by fifty thousand dollars she was getting a transfusion she's yeah uh oh, yeah adrenochrome that's what she was doing anyway so the diddling happens uh the you know the husband's like thank you i feel like all my demons are exercised can you come back tomorrow and then and then everything then the house is clean right it's clean other than the you know clean up on aisle six but the demons are gone no Perfect. more Pfizer in the house. You're 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 clear. That's how I pictured that whole thing going. All right. So that's 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 how the week starts. All right. <laughs> Priest diddling and all. Yeah. So then we have a report that Google is being sued for. The DOJ has officially opened up a lawsuit against Google to break up its ad technology monopoly. Pelosi sold $3 million worth of Google just four weeks ago. <laughs> Amazing how that happens. Nancy is a savant. Dude, she she is not only a savant, she's a clairvoyant. Like she she sees this shit coming from the ether. She's well, it might she might be pulled. Well, we've already we just had demons. She may be channeling shit from like the seven depths of hell. All right. To know what kind of stock plays to have. 
Okay, so here's my commitment to to you, to the show, to our listeners. We're going to take up ne- Satanism? No. The next time I'm in San Fran. <laughs> You're going to go knock on her door. I'm going to hit up Nancy, and I'm going to have her read my palms, dude. I want to know... <laughs> I want to know what's coming for me in the next 10 years because apparently she knows everything. Well, she's got big fun bags too. Well, she does have giant giant wagons. We need, um, to, send, which, we need to send Hefe there. I was going to say, I'm not into that kind of thing. So if Hefe wants to go and uh, and have fun with the fun bags and then I'll just come in later and have her read my palm. Uh, that works. Yeah. But uh, she's obviously a storyteller. She's amazing. Well, listen, Tony, you've laid it out perfectly, which is that when people send, when the voters send members of Congress to Washington, they expect them to do the people's business, not to be day trading on the stock market, not to be using the information that they get from briefings to go and make a quick buck on Wall Street. So here's what my bill does. It says no more trading of stocks by members of Congress. In fact, no more ownership of stocks by members of Congress. If you want to save Fine. Put it in a mutual fund like most Americans do. But Nancy Pelosi is the perfect example of what should not be happening in D.C., which is people getting rich on the stock market off of information they know because they're a member of Congress. Well, right after this drops from the <laughs> DOJ, Senator Hawley and we I can't stand Senator Hawley. I, no, I, I can't stand him. This guy is a oh, piece no. of shit. Oh, yeah. I want to kick him in the teeth. No more trading or ownership of stock by members of Congress. Nancy Pelosi is the perfect example of what should not be happening in D.C. So there's a Nancy Pelosi bill going back to what the Republicans are doing, dragging all the Democrats through the mud and through the excruciating journey. This is another one that's never going to get voted in. It will not happen. But it's amazing that he's dropping that bomb, especially this week. Yeah, and and it to your earlier point, the, the Democrats now have to say no, we're not going to vote on this because we support Nancy Pelosi making millions of dollars off of her knowledge of upcoming stock trades. They have to they have to go on record by saying no, we support Nancy Pelosi no matter what, even though she made millions off of American taxpayers. And I, yeah, I I hate I hate Holly too, but this is like one of those moments where you can like you're like you know how they say you can find something in common with with everybody on the planet this is the one place that me and holly meet is <laughs> right here on this act because i would love to see this go in i would love to see it it it's almost like siding with satan he might be look just look at his fucking smug face dude oh he's a, he's just such a piece of shit uh, anyway, God. so and you have to vote no to this. And you're going to be right. sitting there going, I have to vote no to this. I have to go on record to vote no to this. Yep. Now, it might get to a table. It might get put in a, you know, it might get shelved someplace. Nobody knows, but still, that's out there. Now, here's the kicker. This is the end to Pelosi's week. The body cam footage comes out. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. That was bad. That was that was really really bad. You know what's you know what's really weird, dude. When you sent that because I hadn't seen it yet, and then you sent the uh, the link. Um, how it happened is almost exactly how I had pictured it in my head. Yeah, which is well, 
which is really good. Good job on the reporters that had reported on right. what yep. the police yep, yep, said, yep. what, yeah, everything on site. So good job on the journalists. There is some good journalism going on out there. Good job, you guys. Because I pictured this exact scene happening. But but to watch it and to watch the dude, uh, watch uh, Pelosi get nailed in the head with a fucking hammer, that was crazy. It it was, it, it, it's Ooh. incredibly graphic. So if you're going after the watch it, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's you've got Axion body cam footage. I I have no doubt that this. I have no doubt that this this scene is real. Oh, I, it's I, real. I don't. I don't. I. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. No, everything um, down to the fucking sneakers and the white socks. Yeah. Uh, so at, at two in the morning, that's you got. Yes. You got this this big burly dude. Um, probably. Yeah, he's built. He he's. I mean, he's. I mean, he's. He's bigger than me, not like height wise, but I mean, he's probably got sixty pounds on me. He's he's pretty pretty big guy. Yeah, he's a big dude. Um, but he um, he's st- st- he op- they open the door, and Paul Pelosi he looks drunk. He yeah, looks or like high half or asleep, something. Drunk, yeah. high, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me play it again so we can watch it. The cops come to the door. Door opens. Um. Cops are just kind of hanging out. I don't know why cops turn well, away from the door. That's weird. I, they, well, they're I, making sure often. nobody's sneaking up behind them. I mean, I, I, I get that. Like, you're going into a weird situation. You probably want to make sure you're checking your six, dude. I mean, yeah. So, and, and now, okay, so the door's open, right? You got Paul Pelosi. He's in his underwear and a blue button-up. He's holding the head of a hammer who this other guy has. Yeah. And, and he's and, got a, and he's got a highball glass in his left hand. Yes, so he does. Either. I'll just say it. It looks like they were having a drink together and suddenly a hammer comes out. I don't know why, but I mean, that's, that's, that's the scene that we're portraying here. Because if you're in duress, you're not going to be sitting. Well, yeah, that, <laughs> I'm in my yeah. underwear and I got a highball glass. No, that that was going to be my point. Is and again, I'm not. I'm taking my uh, any training I've had, uh, just as a human. Um, somebody's a stranger, someone I don't know or didn't invite there, uh, is in my house with a hammer. I'm not casually holding a whiskey glass, a no. highball with with uh, looks at least one, maybe two fingers of of bourbon or whiskey in there i'm not just gonna hang out with that i'm throwing the fucking whiskey glass at the dude's face and i'm going for that hammer i'm gonna take this dude to the ground i'm gonna do everything i can to fucking make this guy get out of my house when the cops show up i'm gonna be pleading saying hey help me this guy's unwelcomed he shouldn't be here does any of that happen no No. No. nothing he was really casual about it he was very casual totally and I don't know yeah, why a, the cops didn't just either tase the guy or shoot him right there. You knew it was well, going to happen. That was it happens, it happens. It happens pretty quick. quick. Because, yeah, because Paul has a hold of the hammer, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's – that was a great place to pause it where you just pause it. Because all of a sudden, boom, the hammer gets ripped out of his hand, and the dude just swings and, and connects right with his head. You can tell the first swing hits. Well, and, and it looks right there – is that he's Paul's kind of got that look on his face like, ow, you're hurting my hand. Yeah, you're trying to like, take the head of yeah. the hammer out. 
Yep. And this guy's working it out of his hand. I mean, this is a this. I don't know how old he is. 86, 85, somewhere. I mean, he's, pretty, yeah. he's, he's up there in age. Like, oh, I, yeah. no, he got hit. I don't know how he survived that hit. Agreed. Agreed. He's definitely in his eighties. Um, and the other dude is in his what? Thirties, forties. Yeah. Late thirties, early 40s, late thirties. I thought, yeah. 38 yeah. is what I think it was. Yeah. Okay. So definitely a much more, uh, physically, you know, virile man, uh, rips the hammer out of his hand and then immediately strikes him immediately yeah there was so there, there, that was a no doubter that, there was yeah. no doubt that's what he was going for yeah cops come then, in he's yeah. on the paul pelosi's on the ground he's done he's out and what i what i love about the footage when you watch it because i i at this point the fact that that mcshane and i are doing play-by-play means all of you are going to have to go and watch this if you listen to the audio it it th- there's a moment where the cops are like, what the fuck's going on? And all of a sudden the hammer gets ripped out of Paul's hands and the attack happens. And you just hear the cops go, Oh shit. (laughs) Like there's that moment of like, Oh fuck, this is an actual, you know, attack. And so they react appropriately. I don't, I got nothing against the cops here. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I can't, I can't knock, I can't knock at the cops. Now it, 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 it was a hit. He's out. He's on the floor. There's, there's a pool of blood. Yeah. This dude was not complying. So I'm kind of, I hope they roughed him up a little bit. Oh yeah, me too. I, I hope they tased him right in his butthole. I mean, that supposedly is pretty painful. Allegedly. I don't, I mean, yeah, allegedly I, I'm, I'm, you know, asking now, for a friend, but let's go to the break in. So, okay. Yeah. So I found this, I found no, this about, well, this came out about three days later after the, the body cam footage. And I'm just going to tell you from Fitz's point of view. After the body cam footage, it's almost like they had to say, okay, that evidence has come out. So now we have to release this portion to just show that it was an actual break-in. That's that's what it felt like to me. Why didn't this come out, you know, six months, four months ago, whenever this story broke? Why didn't they release this immediately and be like, look, he broke in? But they didn't. They waited till now? Really? Come on. So there's another... Let me see if I can get, there's actually another, um, this one is very good because he actually goes off screen in the other one that I found and picks up a bag, uh, looks like a backpack and brings his backpack up. Like he was coming to the house. Um, it, it, it's very, very odd. It looks very, very staged. Um, it looks it, more it, than staged. It's blurry. It looks like it's snowing. I mean, I guess we can say it's just dust. No, or wind. The, the, so if so if you look at the light, I I look at the light where the light is. Those are bugs. That's a that's a ton of gnats and stuff that are right in front of that light. Um, so I don't have any okay. problem with that part, but it is. Well, actually, if you're trying to go ahead and blur it, that would be. That's something what I'm saying. Do. That's what I'm saying. And and the other part of it is. Why wouldn't you release this earlier? And dude, look at that. Those some of those aren't bugs. Some of those are not. They're well, I don't. Maybe they are because they're changing direction. Either way, let's not overanalyze. All I'm saying is, if your story is this guy broke in and assaulted Paul Pelosi, why would not this this particular footage be released day one, day two? Like, let's just show this guy breaking in. No, they waited until the body cam footage was released where it looks like Paul 
was complicit to some degree in this with a with a highball, like you said, a fucking glass of whiskey, gently holding on to the head of this hammer. It looks like he invited the guy in. The guy was supposed to be there, and then he attacked. I, I don't know, dude. The whole thing, as I said earlier in the week when we were kind of texting back and forth, this whole fucking thing just keeps getting weirder. When I think we know all the weirdness that could happen with the Paul Pelosi attack, then boom, they release something more strange, more okay. crazy. What the fuck? Hold on. So I just thought of something. Wait a second. I want to open up, open this up real quick. Oh, this one doesn't have a timestamp on it. That's the other thing that was. Someone brought that up in the comments. Where's the timestamp? How do we know this was taken that night? Right. Because I've I've got blink cameras all around my house. They all have a timestamp on them. I'm pretty sure my cameras do as well. And there's no reason that you can't show that. He's 82. 82. There you go. Um, I it it looks hokey. <laughs> it really does. Um, you can't see the guy's face. I mean, he's wearing the same clothes, but other than that, there's no proof it's the same man. There's yeah. no proof that that's. I don't know what Pelosi's house looks like in the backyard or whatever house. And right. you know what's also weird about that? I don't know if you've ever tried to break a window before, but he has to strike that window like three times. Hold and maybe on. they have some like super secret. I'm still. And I know when this came out, we definitely um, shredded it because I think it was during. Um, it, it, I think, yeah, it was, it was, it was during the um, elections. It was right before the election. Yeah, and it was because we we figured it gave gave Pelosi a really great way to like bow out. In some yeah, way. yeah. <clears throat> well, so I know we, I, we we did not take it as seriously as we probably you know, dude. Somebody was just attacked. So by seeing this, yes, I I, I apologize. Yes, he definitely was attacked. But then when you look at the rest of it. He, it looks like he was attacked by his gay lover. <laughs> so, yes. No. And, I mean, and that's the thing is like everybody wants. I mean, you got two sides. If you look through all the comments, I invite you all to go to Twitter and look through all the comments. People are either saying, oh, I want apologies for Paul Pelosi because he was absolutely attacked that night um, by a QAnon supporter nah, all the way to no, it was his gay lover. QAnon supporter. This dude. They went to his place of residence, which was a bus, a rainbow colored bus with Ukraine flags, with, you know, pro-Democrat, Black Lives Matters. This was not a QAnon Trump supporter that attacked Paul Pelosi, period. Whatever else happened, I'm not going to make any conjecture. I don't know. But it wasn't a fucking Trump attack. That's not what this was. And if you want to make it that, good luck, because you're you're way barking up the wrong tree. What it oh. was, I don't know. Yeah, here, but I'll tell you what the, it wasn't. Oh, there him, you go. Him coming in with a backpack and yes, he got one, ahead, but... two, three before he broke the window, and then he four, five, six, seven to get the the glass out of his way so he could actually get in. Oh, eight, nine. Where's what this, the where's, hell? Where this is the Speaker of the House? It's her house. Where's, where's the security? Where's the security? Why aren't alarms going off? 
I all it, right. It's uh, it, we've on, we've guys. spent we've spent too long on this already. Let's uh, let's let's move on. Uh, we'll right. leave it up to our listeners to make up their own judgments. The fact of the matter is, it's weird. Nothing about it makes sense. And if you want to make an argument for one side or the other, you could probably make it stick. What we're saying is none of that actually makes sense. Like the truth, as we say, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle and we'll never know what actually happened that night. I really want to discuss the TikTok from the Faith Culture Church. Oh, yeah, the Michigan priest. The Michigan priest suffered a heart attack. He died and said his spirit left his physical body and plummeted to the center of the earth where he says hell is. I thought I was going up because I thought I had done so much good in this lifetime, trying to help so many people and made so many decisions that were godly decisions. But as opposed to me going up, I went down. And the interview posted to TikTok and YouTube, which now has over 3.5 million views. Johnson explains what he saw was horrifying. The things that I saw were indescribable, and it makes me emotional every time I talk about it. Johnson describes seeing man, seeing a man walking on all fours like a dog and getting burned from head to toe. His eyes were bulging out, and worse than that, he was wearing chains on his neck. He was like a hellhound. There was a demon holding the chains. Like telepathic communication, I knew the demon was sent in this man's life to ride him from his childhood to his death. He also warned that the demon's goal is to have mankind serve them in hell. I'm going to fast forward here. Yeah. Um, Johnson said he also experienced another part of hell that blew him away. He describes a section in hell where secular music plays. It is the same music we hear on the earth, but as opposed to entertainers singing it, the music demons were singing it. Johnson said he heard songs like Rihanna's Umbrella and Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. Don't worry, be happy! (laughs) What the fuck? If I go to hell and I hear Umbrella being sung by a bunch of demons and don't worry, be happy, and the demon is doing all those cool sounds that Bobby McFerrin could do with every part of his body because that was badass, I'm going to be like, you know what? This is a party. (laughs) Even if you're on fire? Even if I'm on fire, fuck it at that point. I got entertainment. How many parties... I'm going to say the over-under is three. How many parties have one of us been on fire at? Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, I I think it's over. Well, it's over. It's way over three. I've been on fire several times in my life. Uh, Besides the parties, even. Did you know I lit myself on fire on on a prom date? No. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, I had a uh, a really nice prom date. This is when I was uh, dating Wendy. Okay, yeah, very nice girl, very nice, very, very lovely, lovely girl, volleyball, lovely player, girl, lo- yep. high school crush, athlete, beautiful yeah, yep. girl. Uh, and you know what was great is even she and I got along, which was nice. Yeah, uh, it's always nice when your best friends, you know, yeah, you know, you you get along with her. Yeah, it was great. Yep, yep. So I had a, uh, uh, in the backyard, 
I had a uh, dinner, or not dinner, dessert after the the prom. As for all of you who don't know, I, we don't talk about this much, but um, no. McShane and I are both at heart. We, we are both romantics. We we like yeah. the uh, over the top romantic gestures, and I'd say now I'm less so. Now you're less so. But back in the day, we were all about it. In fact. I will say this. I, I don't know if I've ever told you this. I actually learned a lot from you in that department. I always wanted to be the romantic and the over-the-top gesture kind of guy. I just didn't know how to go about it. And then you would tell me these stories about what you did, and I'm like, dude, that's a fucking rad idea. I'm so doing that next time. So uh, you helped coach me in all that. Um, that's okay so, because so- – you were the bad boy, and chicks <laughs> dug the shit out of that, and they loved you. Yeah, and well, I always wanted to be that, so I always appreciated that. So I always yearned to be that. So we we kind of traded in that area. So thank you. Well, and we met in the middle because neither one of us is either of those things anymore. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we, we pretty much suck. So I uh, yeah. Anyway, long story short, I had this really I had this candle lit desserts. Yeah, and it was really nice. It was on a table in the backyard. We're gonna sit and have a good time and stuff like that. And I'm, for whatever reason, I I, I lit a uh, uh, napkin on fire somehow on accident. So I knocked it on the ground, and I went to step it, step on it, and stomp it out. Well, the wax on my shoes, because I had really nice dress shoes on. Oh yeah, yeah, they lit on fire. It was great. Spit shine. Yeah, that'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Um. I I will never forget the time that I summoned Cooper superhuman strength when you we were dancing around. We had a camp. Uh, we oh, had fuck. a little too much to drink. I'm not I'm not going to say a lot, but a little. And uh, you were dancing around. We were playing some game where you had to skank, and uh, I you was, skanked. I was singing. It was the Cars song. Okay, so and you I made it up on the fly. Yep. You did. And it was awesome. Like we were all just dying in in laughter and admiration because you fucking killed it. But your you you your foot caught on something, you and fell I back s- and you literally sat down in the fire pit, which we always I mean, to our credit, we always had a healthy fire. I mean, it yes. was never like just embers. I mean, the fucking yep. thing was roaring. And I jumped over there. We all went, oh shit. And I jumped over there and somehow my little tiny 150-pound frame pulled you right the fuck out of there. And you had yep. not a scratch on you, yep. not a burn, yep. not a singe. You still had all your hair. Yep. yep. That was cr- a crazy night. So yep. one night, I don't know if I ever told the story. This is going to be really quick. Um, at the end of high school, um, we played that. Remember that we played that uh, kind of multi-high school volleyball tournament? That's actually where you and I first met. Right. Um, and I met uh, Big Travis, who was you know six eight, and and his buddies, Crazy Matt, and all those guys, and they invited me to this house party. And I can't remember if Hefe was there. Hefe will have to uh, have to chime in and let me know if he was there. I know that our mutual friend Hison was there. Um, a, another one of our girl volleyball friends was there. Anyway, we went to this house party up on Camelback Mountain. I mean, you know, ritzy. Only the wealthy live up there. Was that Nello's? Ah, uh, no. Well, I I can't say that for sure. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, uh, Travis, who's uh, even, I mean, we're talking, he was like a junior in high school at the time, and he was still, he was already 6'8", you know? 
um, he's like, hey, have you ever, you know, spit Everclear on your hand and then lit it on fire? And I was like, no. <laughs> and he's like, here, here's how you do it. So he he spit Everclear all over his hand and lit it on fire. And then he just shook it out and was like, no problem. And uh, our friend, he son was there who I was uh, attracted to. Um and so I was like, well, I'm gonna impress her. So I'm gonna do <laughs> so I'm gonna spray my whole basically from my bicep down to my fingers, <laughs> spray the whole thing with Everclear. Um, and then I'll shake that out. Well, when you I mean, if you think about the physics of that, your your hand shakes out just fine, but basically from the wrist up, it doesn't shake, so it just keeps burning. <laughs> and so I was on fire and I shook out my hand, which went out. But the rest of me was still on fire. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, it started to get hot. Like at first you don't feel it. And then it got hot. Right. Um, and so somebody, I think it was Crazy Matt. If I had to guess, it was Crazy Matt. Somebody just shoved me down to the ground and smothered me and the the, the flame went out. So that was before, I mean, I was only 18 at the time. So we're already at plus one for both you and I. Nice. And so I, I'm 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 fairly sure it's definitely above. We're definitely gonna gonna be you know if if the plus minus is is three I think we're definitely above that. Oh yeah, no, we we yeah. totally are. And and Hefe uh, is in his car right now listening to this, and he's thinking, "Do you remember the time that Derek lit himself on fire with Everclear?" Oh yes, my do. god, yes, remember yes, that? We do yes, we do. I know this is yep. not helping anybody at home other than <laughs> your safety minute is don't put Everclear on your body or try to play with fire at all. Period. It's not a good idea. No. Or it no. really is, and we didn't tell you to do it. Yeah, or I mean, at least it, when you're drinking, right? I mean, if you're completely <clears throat> like stone cold sober, you know, user's own risk, you know, go for it. But if you're drinking, please don't set anything on fire that isn't meant to be on fire. Uh, all right, where are we at in the news here? What do, what do we got? So just to wrap up the uh, the Michigan priest story, because I, I know we, we bunny trade a little bit, but we're coming back now. Um, this dude, and I, I actually like the message that he says, and it kind of goes back to, wraps around to the beginning of the show. Um, he felt like the reason he went down to hell, even though he was a preacher, was because he didn't have forgiveness for everybody. He wasn't ultimately forgiving of everybody, no matter if you were a criminal, a drug user, you know, you'd had an abortion, whatever. He wasn't forgiving those people. He had ultimate judgment of God, and he, and that's why he felt like he went down to hell. So when he got brought back to life, his message now is that we need to have forgiveness for everyone, for ourselves, um, family members. You know, we we need to give each other grace for the mistakes we've made and move on from day one. And I really actually like that message. I'm, I'm who knows if he fucking saw you know demons singing Rihanna. I don't know. But the fact is he came back with a new message, which is probably a really positive message for all of mankind. We need to forgive one another for being human. So I thought that was cool. Although I did good, the thing I had in my heart was the forgiveness, was the unforgiveness to the people who wronged me. A person that can't forgive is a person that has forgotten how much they have been forgiven. That's deep. That's deep. And you know what? It's way deep. I think with all of the hate in my heart that was today, I should probably forgive that person. And I'm going to think about that now. 
I'm going to think about it. I'm not necessarily going to do it, but I'm going to think <laughs> about it. Dude, good for you. I, uh, good for you. I, you know what I appreciate? I just have to say this one quick thing and then we'll move on to the next thing. Yep. My, uh, I, I was, I was pulling all of the, uh, all of Tammy's clothes out of the, out of the bushes and the, the tree. And, uh, and my wife asked her, she, she said it this way, no judgment at all. I don't care. Um, but have you, is there any drug paraphernalia or anything that might poke my husband while he's getting your stuff? And I thought that was just such a really brilliant human way to say that. Like, look, I don't care what you've done, but are you putting my husband in, in yeah. harm's way? And I, I just, and she said, no, 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 there's nothing like that. And, but it just gave her permission to admit, yeah, yeah, shit, there's needles in there or there's right. whatever. And I, I just thought that was a really great way to put that. I, so kudos to my wife. Um, She really rallied tonight. And just when I said I needed help, she just came out there and we fucking did it. So um, God, we're just all humans. We're all just trying to fucking deal with the reality right now. And, uh, and so let's be honest with one, one another, but let's also keep each other safe. Should we just go to cool shit now? I feel like that's kind of where we are in the show right now. Let's do that. Can I do can I really quick side note? Um, and it's kind of this this segues into cool shit. This is part of my cool shit, I guess. Okay. Um so that priest got sent down, he he calls it down to the core of earth, right? Right. Um, so there's been a lot of stories this week. I'm gonna segue. This is a stick with me here, listeners. Uh, I'm going to segue from the uh, supernatural guy being sent down to hell to a lot of the news stories that have been coming out this last week, a week and a half about the Earth's core is is has not only slowed spinning, but it's now going to spin the other way. Um, first of all, that's complete bullshit. Uh, this guy who wrote this article was basing it off of a paper that some scientists did that were just confirming what we've already known, which is that the earth's core has stopped spinning faster than the earth's surface since 2008. So we've known this now for what is that? 14 years, 15 years um, that the earth's core. Right. And now all of a sudden, so they extrapolate, well, it's stopped spinning faster. So maybe it's going to reverse spin. It's not going to reverse spin. That's not how these things work. Um, so that's the first thing I want to call bullshit to. The second thing is that the earth, you know, what we were taught in school is that the earth is this perfect sphere and it has these perfect spherical layers as you move down to the core. And the core is this perfect sphere of molten lava and rock and metals, heavy metals, but it's not. It's unevenly displaced. There are parts where the earth's core is much closer to the surface than other areas. And where the 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 mantle actually descends much further, so it's not this perfect sphere. It more looks like a, um, I guess a ball with all these crazy arms reaching off of it, and the arms go into like giant continent-sized lava fields. So it's not spherical. It's not cent- perfectly centrifugal as we're spinning. So things are going to happen every once in a while when that uneven weight gets distributed a certain way. So it's not going to spin the opposite way. And we also have to realize things are 
are not going to always be the way they are today because we're not perfectly spherical. So um, go out and, and, and research that and look at what the actual core looks like because it'll kind of actually blow your mind because we have some really big, what they call um, L- LSSVPs, um, which are these, you know, low velocity uh, places where the core meets the mantle. And there's a lot of slippage that goes on there, which is why we have the whole ring of fire and everything around the Pacific. So go look yeah. it up. Go plate research. Tecton- yeah. Plate, te- plate tectonics. Exactly. Exactly. So we're this not. This was such clickbait. This was such oh, it clickbait. Totally was. And that's why yeah. we dropped it from the. And I'm glad you're bringing it up because it's a perfect yeah. example of don't believe everything you hear or read right. or, you know, do a little bit of research. After I, I, I think this might have been the story that pissed me off the most, which is really selfish. But. It was really, it was clickbait. It was absolute clickbait. And fuck CNN for actually putting this out. Um, if it didn't, if, if it's almost like we want to go along with what was in our 1985 Holton Mifflin um, yep. science book. And because the easiest way to understand anything was say, well, it's, you know, each layer of the earth is perfectly symmetrical and it's all, you know, this, this is how it looks. It's not how it works. It just pissed me off. So I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. I'm glad you brought that up, but that that pissed me off. So, yeah, me too. I and I again, you know, it's not it's not a a thing of like oh we know too much and no, it's just like we know enough to realize that these uh, clickbait. That's a great way to put it. These clickbait articles just want you to 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 get on there and be like, oh my god, they're just gonna stop spinning and go the other way. Yeah, no, exactly. it's not. We have records of a, of these things and how they go. It's not going to happen that way. It's going to happen a much different way. So just regard, disregard any of these articles you've seen or will see because they wanted to make a huge mountain out of a tiny little molehill, and it's ridiculous. Agreed. Hefe, you are back yes. for round three. Woo! I am. I fucking love it. You are. I think this is round three, isn't it? No, it's round two. Is it round two? Okay. You and I had a, a pre-round. A pre-show round. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hefe. Wait, be back. You know what? Um, we've had a really deep show tonight. I can't wait for you to, uh, to, to listen to it. Have you ever lit yourself on fire? Um... I don't think so. Okay. That's all right. Wow. All right. Have you had a stroke so, yet? So literally McShane and I are the only ones that light each other on fire. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Stroke. Out of, out of the three of us, you two are the only two. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. It's, it's stroke <laughs> season. No. Have you, have you had a stroke? No, I'm waiting until the, they go on sale at the end. Black, black Friday stroke day. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. Okay. Um, have you been to any men's houses? While they were in their underwear drinking a highball uh, with a hammer. I'm going to say no comment on that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, where else do we want to go here, Fitz? Um, were you beaten up by Buzz Aldrin? Not recently. No. Okay. All right. Well, he's 93 now and he's an absolute badass. We should put him in the Hall of Fame just for kicks. He's, 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 yeah. I mean, 
that yeah, little he, bit that confronted him. That was so, was so good. Oh yeah. I mean, and you know, I will say the solid right hook connected the, the dude didn't fall down. So at least he can take a punch, at least one from a 93 year old. Um, <laughs> F.A., I'm not going to give away too much because I, I, I guess I, I, I don't remember you being there. So I don't think you were there, but um, the, the party when we were seniors, um, I went to with our kind of brand new volleyball friends from Saguaro and Chaparral. Um, I don't think you were there that night when I lit myself on fire with Everclear. Yeah, you did that outside our house once. Okay. All right. That's no. Well, I did it once too. Derek definitely did it, but I also did it. Derek did it skateboarding. Yeah, that's yeah. We were back there in that little nook behind like where your bedroom was backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Where I threw up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where you stood always force herself to throw up before she went uh, driving home. Yep. That's right. Cool. That was and thank you for, ho- thank you for holding her hair, by the way. Uh, Ted did it most of the time. Oh, was it? Oh, I thought yeah. it was you. Okay. Nope. Yep. Was, he might've was... had an unhealthy, uh, infatuation fa- with, uh, throw up. Yeah, that was a weird thing. I don't really want to go there tonight, but probably someday we will. Um, no, no, no. This was this was a separate thing. This is when I this was the night I learned how to set myself on fire safely. And I, I you weren't there. No, um, I wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you'll listen to the show. You'll hear the story. Um, our 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 mutual friend Hisan was there that night, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. The so one that, that's that's kind of how I got invited to the party but also through our friends that we met through the volleyball tournament that we did that year, um, you know, between all the high school teams and we won, which I know I keep saying that, but you know, it's kind of a, a point of pride for Arcadia. Uh, we won. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's get into cool shit real quick. Cause we're up against it. Um, yep, Fitz, let's do you, it. you delivered us high rent and I kind of picked this out because it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't know if this is your cool shit. If it's not, Oh no, please. no, 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 um, no. hundred percent. That's why I sent it to you guys. Yeah. Tell 100%. us about high Ren. All right. So, uh, high Ren. High is the name of the song. Ren is the name of the artist. So the, you know, I guess the name of the song is high Ren, but Ren is the name of the artist. He does a lot of really amazing stuff. If you go and look up his stuff on YouTube or even Spotify, he's a very, very unique artist. I will say that this this song, this video even, was kind of the pinnacle of everything he's done because it is an absolute argument between – he sings the song as an argument between the devil on his shoulder and the angel on his shoulder. Or maybe more to the point, the devil on his shoulder and then who he wants to be. But he can't deny that the devil is there and has gotten him where he is now and has survived all the shit. And he and this guy's been through some shit. He's had autoimmune stuff. Uh, he's gone through, you know, major major psychosis. He's been in mental health hospitals. If you go look him up, he's he's been through it. Um, and so this song is just kind of a journey through that. And it's a nine minute video um, over nine minutes. And and so he kind of takes you through the whole journey and the lyrics the guitar playing, the the different stages he takes you through, the m- different moods he brings you to. It's just, it, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. 
and I had to share it, but it's also definitely my cool shit for this week. Go check out Ren. You know, he even says it in this song. He's not, he's never, he doesn't want to win a, a Grammy. He doesn't want to be, you know, have 5 million views. He just wants to go out. And if he makes a difference for one person, it's enough. And this song really illustrates that. And if you really want to dive deep into it, go look at the comments after the song. He really touched some people and really gave them a lot of strength. And I'm all about that. It's just really powerful stuff. So um, go check it out. I, I promise you won't be disappointed. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. Um, everybody I've shown it to has just been in awe. So go out, check out Ren, specifically Hi Ren. It was a, a, just a great experience. Well, the right hooks for the radio, they never even play me. So why would I concern myself with that? But my music is really connected, and the people who find it respect it. And for me, that's enough because this life's been tough, so it gives me a purpose I can rest in. Man, you sound so pretentious. Ran your music is so self centered. No one wants to hear another song about how much you hate yourself. Trust me. You should be so lucky Having me inside you to guide you, remind you To manage expectations, provide you perspective That thing you neglected, I get it You wanna be a big deal Next Jimi Hendrix, forget it Man, it's not like that Man, it's just like that I'm inside you, you twat No, it's not, man, you're wrong When I write, I belong Let me break the fourth wall by acknowledging this song Oh, yeah Oh, it's so good So good <sighs> So thank you very much for, for posting that Jeff, I think I cut you off there What, what were you gonna say? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, well, my cool shit really pales in comparison, but I highly suggest you go out to River hyphen Runner hyphen. No, no, no! Don't say that, dude. This was so <laughs> cool. I I geeked out on this for hours. I loved this shit. This is awesome. So this is a map, and we we do we do dig our maps. Um, you could tap anywhere on the globe. Um, uh, Jeff, give me a point on the globe anywhere. Point of the globe, Hancock, New York. Hancock, New York. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Hancock, New. There we go. Hefe. There it is. Yep. home. Good. Enough. Old old Hefe's home. All right. So the whole idea of this River Runner map is that it is going to go ahead and give you wherever you drop on the map your point. It's going to tell you exactly where that drop of water, how it will run, okay, where it's going to go. And then it takes you on a journey of where this, uh, of how it's going to get from point A to point B. Yes. Now we're watching this, this, it, it's going through tributaries. It's going, it's going through the map. 3D, uh, 3D map, 3D map yeah. of you're like, you're like flying over with a drone, watching this drop of water make its way to wherever its destination is. It's fucking amazing. It it really is cool. And I'm sorry, Hefe, it looks like you started in Hancock, New York. Looks like you have to go through Jersey. So I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I guess I had my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a polluted raindrop at this point. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's a really, really great, um, it gives you a good understanding of <laughs> height um how water works you can put this you could put this on any any place on the map i guess probably a really great goal would be to see how high you can put the the raindrop up in the map to see it actually get down to an actual ocean right 
Um, yeah, that was actually I, a really good one, Jeff. Yeah, that, that was, was that was. Really was. One, I because uh, I started mine in Eugene, and it so it it ran into the Willamette, which then ran into eventually the Columbia, and then out to the Pacific. So I was like, well, okay, but where does it start from above Eugene? So I went up into the mountains. And it actually starts higher than that up into Eastern Oregon. So, yeah, you could definitely exactly what you were saying, McShane. You could definitely kind of start to trace where all the birth of these rivers, these streams, these outlets start and really follow the whole path. It was really a really cool website to play with. Really good. Really, really was. Yeah. Uh, so sa- yeah. shout out to Sam Lerner for putting that visualization together. River Runner Global dot samlearner.com so go check it out it'll be in show notes i highly suggest you guys uh go check it out i gotta go all right hefe thanks, right, thanks for jumping in man yeah man have all a good right. night see you guys later fitz what beer are you taking to bed wow um actually oh, wait tonight let's go to break Okay. And then All we'll right. come back and then okay. we'll see what we're going for beers. All right. All right. All right. Let's go and throw out the sponsors real quick and we'll wrap up things shortly. All right. Fitz, what beer are you taking to bed? Okay. So you, you, you gave me a, a couple of minutes to think about it while we listen to our amazing sponsors. Um, I'm going to have to. I have to. Go with Black Daruma. Um, just because of all the reasons I mentioned in the, earlier in the show, um, the, the the Asian influence, the the history behind the Daruma little uh, figurines, um, you know, completing a task, burning the task, and letting it go out into the ether. All those things are encapsulated into this beer. Plus, it was a really solid fucking beer. These girls really know what they're doing. Sorry, women. Uh, women of brewery. Uh, they know what they're doing. They did a fantastic job of making this Imperial Stout. Um, excellent job. Please, ladies, if you're out there and we're gonna we're gonna somehow hashtag you or mention you so that you can listen to this show and understand how much I appreciated your beer. The uh the other beer I had, the uh um Logsdon Forager, great beer. I have nothing to take away from it. Little bit unusual as far as a porter goes. But I enjoyed the unusual about it. I just, I just have to go with the Daruma. It's, it's a superior beer. It's just, it. They really fucking nailed it. So that's what I'm going to bed with, and it has nothing to do with the fact that they're all uh, beautifully gorgeous women. Uh, what about you? What, <laughs> you what are you taking? Web, you need to go to their website, and you need to go ahead and send them a message. They've got a little message I, thing in here. I Say think hi. I will. Yeah. No, I we we definitely have to. I they're, they're, it's so unique what they're doing, and you know, just yeah, we're definitely gonna reach yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, lots, moshi moshi lots of, for sure. Lots of woman power there. Love it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm taking the Knights of Windsor Fruity Pebbles to bed. Uh, <laughs> really? It's, yeah. It, it's it's complex. It's fun. It's a very enjoyable beer. Uh, I have two more wee heavies that I'm gonna I'm gonna have this week. Um, it's definitely it's definitely punched me in the mouth. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh, um. At this point, I'm <clears throat> definitely feeling it. But it was a pleasant beer. It it it, it was tasty. It warmed up nicely. Um. It it held on to the fruity notes. 
it never got sometimes when you're drinking a wee heavy it kind of gets a little too warm and almost gets a little rough it never got that yeah. way um, yeah. it was a very smooth drink very very easy easy beer deceptively easy like somebody and- might might actually think they could have two or three of these in one night and you're going to the hospital. So <laughs> yeah, you, you said it was a 13.8. Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 This so, was 13.8. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely use caution with this. I, I really, so the booziness of it was definitely, you know, subdued or. Oh the, no, it, 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 this was, this was all about the beer. It, it was yeah, not yeah, boozy. Yeah. It was yeah. not boozy at all. It I was, love that. It was, it was love almost, that. It was very candy-like, only it was a very, as far as a beer that was, it was textually, text, textually strong. Um, it had all the profiles of a scotch, wee heavy. Yeah. And it was fun. It really was fun. Um, all things that you really want in a beer. A lot yeah, of we have it. Like I said, a lot of we heavies, they've got that sweetness to them and that rich flavor, that maltiness, and then it punches you in the face. Nah, this was this was this was fun. This was a really fun beer. And just to clarify, I feel like there's probably some listeners out there who are like, "Why does he keep saying we heavy?" That's an actual style of beer. That's a it's a Scottish yeah. we heavy. It's a Scottish it's a, we heavy. Yeah, it's like a it's like a a barley wine, American barley wine, uh, American strong, but. But the Scottish did it first, and they did it better, and they called it a wee heavy. And I really appreciate the Scots for just being like, "What's that beer? Oh, it's a wee heavy!" Like they just called it what it was, and off you go. Um, but that's an actual style of beer. And if you've never had the pleasure of enjoying a wee heavy, I, I, both McShane and I encourage you to do so. They're yeah. just—it's an incredible style of beer. It's an incredible sort of family of beers that you can get into and and as illustrated tonight you can do a lot of stuff with the wee heavy you can make it taste like fruity pebbles you could probably make it taste like dirt if you wanted to but they don't they make them all pretty delicious so you know expand your horizon squat there and try some new stuff um i'm really glad you had that beer i'm really glad that you enjoyed it because i was a little bit when you first had that first sip i thought eh, you might not get into this but i'm glad it's 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 doing you doing you good. Um, like I said earlier, it, it's ne- the wee heavies are never my first choice. I like them occasionally, and I probably wouldn't go back and have another one of these because, again, they're never my first choice. But uh, it's probably one of the best wee heavies that I've had. Now, just to kind of explain a little bit more to you. So your Scottish ales, they're traditionally brewed in Scotland and were either light, heavy, we heavy, or I'm sorry, export or we heavy. We heavy is over six percent. So this obviously thirteen point eight. It's over six <laughs> yeah. percent. Now it's like a. It's more of an American interpretation, or and it has a lot of features that are very Belgian like. So you get a lot more sweetness, but not really to the point where you're getting a lot of the Belgian banana type yeast that goes along right, with it. Right. So right, I don't right. want to get too dorky, but with it, but. But that's kind of what the that's kind of what the range is and why and, and why it's called a wee heavy. It kind of it puts it over um, all the others. And so it's gonna be dark brown and it's it's just a it's just a very rich beer. So I'm gonna put that in show notes if anybody wants to read about it. 
Yep. And uh, go look up the uh, Daruma dolls. Um, you may want to incorporate that kind of thing into your own life because they're a really cathartic, um, goal-oriented way to, you know, set some goals in your life. And then when you accomplish them, you get to paint that other eye and then burn the fucking thing and then it's gone. And then you move on to the next goal. It's a really kind of a a very Japanese, very Japanese way to do things. And, uh, you know, they've got some things that they do that are pretty incredible. So um, I, I love it. And so, yeah, go out and uh, do your research. Find things that jive with you and the way you want to live your life. Beers that jive with the way you want to live your life and drink up, man. Life's too short. So have a drink. I'm Steve McShane. I'm Fitz. We appreciate you listening and we will talk to you soon.